your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. Today's podcast, once again, is brought to you by GamerGoo at GamerGoo.com. If you are a gamer and the PlayStation 5 was just announced, if you have that on order, waiting for November to get here, and your hands are just sweating with anticipation, GamerGoo is for you. GamerGoo is an antiperspirant for your hands. Go to GamerGoo.com, type in the promo code LOA for Lockdown Avalanche, and get 10% off of your order. Scents come in peppermint, cinnamon, orange, vanilla sugar, teakwood, and cherry blossom. So definitely check out GamerGoo for the antiperspirant for your gaming hands. All right, so welcome to the show. Going to do something uh, a little bit fun today. We're going to look back at Colorado Avalanche uh, draft picks since 2010. So we'll go back 10 years and kind of redraft it. And the way that we're going to do it is we can't, we'll, we'll have to assume all of the picks before when the Avalanche picked stayed the same. Uh, so if all the picks after the Avalanche, those players would obviously be available. Who would we pick? Who would re, we redraft, if anybody? Um, and there's obviously a couple that you know are shooting off the top of your head saying, nope, we're good with that pick. Uh, but something to go back and look at, you know, those players that maybe fell a little bit that are doing insanely well uh, that the Avalanche and other teams had a chance at. So we'll go back and look at things like that. So uh, before we do, first things first, follow the show on social media outlets on Twitter, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche. Instagram, search for Locked on Avalanche. And send your questions, comments, concerns, opinions, anything on your mind to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. All right, so just a little bit of news. And it is a little bit interesting um, that, and this is a couple days, this happened one or two days ago. um, And I never got to it just because we were doing a lot of the UFAs and RFAs and stuff like that. But, um, you know, like because this is a few days old, you probably heard about it. But I felt the need to talk about it because it could be could speak to something bigger and broader and that's martin Kaut being rented out or loaned to uh, a team in the czech republic which is uh the hockey club dynamo so he will be playing over there for their season um i'm looking up I'm trying to figure out what what exactly the the length of time that is. It doesn't really matter, just out of my own curiosity. But what does this mean? I mean, they they could very well leave him there for the duration of that season, which they probably will do, because we want to just say next year is is you know or next season, not next year, next season will just be up and running like nobody's business and. We're back up to normal. Everything for next season still has got to be ironed out. Yeah, we know when the draft is going to be. Yeah, we know when free agency can kick in. Teams are already trading and making deals. Um, But when actual games are being played, that stuff still needs to be ironed out. 
I we, we can't do bubble cities. You might have to add some bubble cities if you're going to do that. You can't do two bubble cities for the the entirety of the league. So are you going to do what the other leagues are doing and just traveling to that team's city and playing, you know, wherever the schedule tells you to play, just not in front of fans again. So everything is kind of up in the air and the AHL is no different. So nobody knows right now what is going on with the NHL, with the AHL, with any league that's in North America and Canada. <clears throat> so what do you do? You send somebody like Martin Kaut who is on the 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 verge of making that leap into the NHL, send him to a place where he, you know he can play because he hasn't been. None of these guys have been, with the exception of the guys in the Avalanche, of course. I'm talking about the AHL and kind of like the prospects and stuff like that. They haven't been playing. So that speaks to where they think Martin Kaut is, that they would send him uh, overseas <clears throat> so he can play and kind of fine-tune his skills because... You know, guys like him that are that are just on the cusp, you want them involved. And I think this is the best way for him to get involved and, and sending him where he can get game action, see live action. Uh, I think this means Kaut is, it, it, he, they have plans for him. They either have plans for him or they are concerned that we don't know what is going to happen with the NHL and the AHL moving forward, or it's a combination of both because I think everybody was pleasantly surprised with what they got from Martin Kaut when he came up for nine games, I believe. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was nine games. And uh, I think they like what they saw. And this is a question that the avalanche have going into the off season. When will the youth? And I hate saying that, like I said before, they're a young team, but when would the younger movement when will Sakic and Bednar want to enact, I guess, phase two of the youth movement? And that's guys like Martin Kaut coming up. So I think it's leaning more towards wanting him to get as much game action as possible and for him to stay sharp and bring him on up when next season starts. So <clears throat> if it does, hopefully. Uh, so it's an interesting thing. It's not just sending a guy out. Just because um, I think there's motives behind it. And I don't think you can you can't make these moves with the anticipation that there's not going to be a season. You can't do that. You have to do everything that you would do normally. And then if there's not a season, you deal with that when it comes. Which is why I think they sent him out there to, you know, uh, pretty much tell him, we have plans for you next year. So Everybody wants to talk about Bowen Byram and, you know, uh, Alex Newhook, who we know is not going to be there next year because he's going back to school. But uh, <clears throat> it's guys like Kaut that are maybe sliding in there before because he's ready. I think he's ready to go. I think he's he's paid his dues on it in the AHL. And I think uh, I think the Avalanche have expectations for him, which is why they sent him out to go get a little bit more seasoning. So. I like it. I like the move, and uh, I like where this is headed. So, uh, all right, we're going to uh, hear from a couple sponsors before we get into this uh, redrafting that we're going to do. 
And first, we are going to hear from our friends over at rockauto.com. And chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and reliably low. Rockauto.com offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear, just like the airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. So go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car at incredibly low prices and in the checkout when they ask where did you hear from us type in locked on amazing selection reliably reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com also we are hearing from doordash and we are still in the midst of a pandemic and restaurants are struggling just like they were months ago you can help them out by ordering, and DoorDash can also help you by delivering from them. You've counted on restaurants, and now they are counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you are craving right now, right to your door. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national chains. And right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the promo code LOCKEDONNHL. All right, so... The uh, entry draft is really right around the corner, a couple weeks away. So the Avalanche are, I'm sure, doing their due diligence, crunching some numbers, uh, seeing who might fall to them at their mid-20. I have to look up exactly what it is. I know it's 25 or 26 in that vicinity. And see who might fall to them. And I love the draft. (laughs) In any sport, I love drafts. I love... And I always love doing this. I always love going back and seeing those guys that dropped, uh, that you know were in that mid twenty range. That if you were to redraft, is now a top ten pick or a top five pick, and vice versa. The guys that were in that top five that just didn't pan out uh, and are no longer in the league, or maybe are, but not to the extent that. Uh, everybody thought that that they would be like a superstar. If you're draft that high, your, your expectations are high. Clearly, so um, yeah, I always I always like doing this, and I figured we would go back ten years for the Avalanche. It was one year that they did not pick, and that was a year before uh, Nathan McKinnon was picked number one. So uh, we'll we'll get to all of those. So I think you know, like 2010, it's a good place to start. The Avalanche picked number 17, and their pick was, was Joey Hisson, or it might be Hyson. I don't really remember how you pronounced his name because he only played a singular game for the Avalanche. And his career stats for the Avalanche are... I, I shouldn't play... I'm sorry. He didn't play a single game. He scored a single goal 
and a single assist for a total of two points. Big 13 games for them. And, uh, yeah, a goal and an assist, two points, uh, minus one overall. Uh, so that was Joey Hisson. I'm sorry if it's Hisson or Heisen. I'm sorry. And like I said, we can't pick any players that came before this pick because we're just going to assume that went the way that it went. Uh, and oddly enough, the pick directly before Hisson was a St. Blue, Louis Blues selecting Vladimir Tarasenko. Uh, that would have been nice if he could have just waited one more pick. Uh, but we can't do that, so uh, there are a couple of, of players here that you, that stand out after Heisen. I'm going with Heisen. I'm just going to use that. Um, and the one to me that stands out the most, uh, probably Kevin Hayes <laughs> for the Blackhawks. Kevin Hayes was 24. To the Blackhawks uh, has a nice career 450 games played 115 goals 155 assists um, and even two picks later from the Washington Capitals at 26 Evgeny Kuznetsov and I always have to pause to pronounce that correctly uh, yeah and even a couple more after that at 28 San Jose Sharks Charlie Coyle um, and to round out that draft in the first round, the Islanders with the 30th pick took Brock Nelson. So some pretty good players. Uh, and even there's, there's more after, in addition to those, those are the ones that kind of stand out. So who would you take? Uh, I, I've always liked Kevin Hayes, right? I think maybe Kuznetsov, obviously. <laughs> um, but we got. Heisen. And he, let's see. No. Okay. There was one guy, Mark Vicentin from the Phoenix Coyotes, who only played in one game. Uh, that's obviously the lowest. Heisen is the second lowest. So that's our 2010 draft. 2011, Colorado Avalanche picked number two and took Gabriel Landeskog. So I think we are happy with that one. Um, this is it's a really good draft and I'm not going to go through uh, all of these guys because I think we're happy with that pick. I don't think we would change anything about the 2011 pick. He's our captain. He's been our captain. Um, and if you're wondering if you forgot who number one in that draft was, was Ryan Nugent Hopkins. <clears throat> so, um, but just some, some names to throw out there. Ryan Strom, Mike Zabinijad, Mark Shifley, uh, Dougie Hamilton, who else we got here? JT Miller. Um, I think there's a... Oh, Nemetsnikov, oddly enough. 27 to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Vlad uh, Nemetsnikov. So. Uh, but we're good with, with Gabe in 2011. 2012, I believe this was the year that they did not have a first-round pick. I'm just scrolling through it again to double-check. Uh, yeah, nothing there. So 2013, number one, Nathan McKinnon. Uh, would do that a hundred times out of a hundred drafts. Uh, although this does have some, you know, really good names in it as well. I always remember this draft and thinking the Avalanche were going to pick Seth Jones, and it was between the two of them. It was between Nathan McKinnon and Seth Jones. It would have been Seth Jones if not for Patrick Waugh. Patrick Waugh kind of stepped in 
and he had watched Nathan McKinnon play, uh, and he kind of changed Joe Sackick's mind to say, "I we we need this kid." Um, it would have been good either way. Seth Jones is a star defenseman, so I think the Avalanche would have been just fine either way. Um, oddly enough, Seth Jones only played a few seasons for the Predators. That's who drafted him before they traded him. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, Nathan McKinnon was and is the, the pick here, uh, a hundred times out of a hundred. So, uh, moving on to 2014, the avalanche picked number 23 year and selected Connor Bleckley, who has not played a game for them and probably never will because his entry-level contract ran out. They did not re-sign him. He went back into the draft in 2016 where the St. Louis Blues selected him in the fourth or fifth round, Um, and he is still in some other leagues. I don't even think he's in the AHL, but uh, he has never panned out. So because they picked 23rd, like I said, we cannot pick anybody before uh, that pick, which, you know, Leon Dreisaitl went number three, so that would have been nice. But um, after him, the rest of that draft, let's see, two picks later at number 25, the Boston Bruins selected David Pasternak. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um and, th- and there's not many. Like I said, you're, you're picking 23. You only have a handful of picks after that. If you want to bleed over into the second round, I'm looking really quick. Uh, Barbashev was in the second round by the Blues. He was the third pick of the second round. Um, nothing really else jumps out at me there. So, But Pasternak's the guy. If, if you're redrafting, hands down, uh, that's it. and you had a chance at him. You, you had a chance, and even the Vancouver Canucks had a chance at him because they picked after Colorado, took Bleckley, and Vancouver took Jared McCann, who's had a had a decent career. He's still playing. Um, but, uh, yeah. I didn't really re- realize that until I just started, you know, until I was researching this stuff, um, that the Avalanche could have had Pasternak. So that could be the one that is, that really that maybe hurts the most in all of these, but we have a few more to go, so we shall see. 2015, Colorado Avalanche selected number 10 with Miko Rantanen, and that's a pick that I do not think would change whatsoever. Uh, although there are some pretty good players, I don't think... I think the Avalanche nailed it with that one. Uh, Travis Konecki... With the Flyers at 24, that that's obviously a good pick. Um, Kyle O'Connor uh, with Winnipeg at 17. 16, New York Islanders, Matthew Barzil. I really like Barzil because he's got speed. Um, so I, I, I love the way that he plays. But uh, if I were to redraft it, yeah, we're, we're sticking with Miko. Uh, so let's see where we're at here. Let's take a quick little break and then we'll finish off the last few we are going to hear from roman and talking about erectile dysfunction is not easy usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like i lost my mojo or i had a long day at work or i'm just not feeling it 
But with Roman, it's easy to talk about. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. Roman will ship it to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com and complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to tackle, but now there is Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. And if approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. GetRoman.com slash NHL, excuse me, slash LockedOnNHL. One more time, GetRoman.com slash Locked on NHL. All right, so a couple more years to go here for our redrafting. Uh, we got up to 2016. So in 2016, that's we might have uh, people getting in bar fights over this one. Number 10, again, that's the second year of the Colorado Avalanche selected number 10. This year, number 10 was Tyson Jost. Um, man, <laughs> you think people want to redraft? Well, it would depend on who's after him. And let's see who we have. Boston Bruins at number 14 with Charlie McAvoy. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes took Jacob. I, I can never pronounce this guy's last name. And it's not pronounced how it sound. Jacob Cheatron. Pretty sure it's Cheatron. Um, it's just one of those last names that the way that it sounds, it's completely different, which is cool. But uh, definitely, you know, he's had a he's had a career. So probably him. Uh, if you go into the second round, interestingly enough, not only did Chicago Blackhawks at 39 select Alex Dabrinkit, at 47, a team called the Nashville Predators selected a guy named Samuel Girard. Uh, I know we wouldn't redraft and take Samuel Girard in the first round at number 10 because we have him now. <laughs> but um, I do think Samuel Girard, if you were to redraft, is probably a, a first round pick for sure. Uh, especially seeing some guys that are drafted in this first round that never heard of and we might not ever hear from. So who do we take? Chikrin. That's how I think it's, it, it just came to me. I think it's Chikrin. I think we're taking him. I, I think, uh, you know, big defender. So uh, he, he would be our pick, him or McAvoy. But we can't keep taking Bruin guys. Uh, Pastor Knox, definitely the one Bruin guy that I would take. Uh, but I think Chikrin is the other one. 2017. Where did we pick in 2000? Oh, yeah. Number four. Kale McCarr. Uh, definitely not picking that or redrafting that one whatsoever. But, uh, who else do we have here? Yeah, there's some, there's some good draft picks here in, the, in this draft with, uh, with Makar. The very next pick after Makar went to Vancouver and they took Pedersen. So yeah, you can't really get too upset about that pick. I mean, he, he's 
been fantastic. Who else we got here? Um, hmm. I, I, you know, Shane Bowers. <laughs> there you go. 28 Shane Bowers. We got him now. Yeah. Nobody's really jumping out to me yet. Uh, not that we would ever take anybody other than Kale McCarr. Uh, but look through it. Look through, um, look through the 2017 entry and see if there's anybody in that sticks out to you after Kale McCarr. But no, Kale McCarr is definitely, definitely the guy. 2018, we were 16. That was the Mount Martin Cout pick. Um, and we talked about him in the first segment. Pretty happy with him and, and how he is kind of uh, progressing. So, uh, I think these picks are difficult to really want to redraft right now, but uh, we can take a look and hmm, maybe Lundstrom from from Anaheim. But other than that, uh, the, these guys are still kind of in the same position that that uh, Cout is in, and still kind of developing. So uh, I don't think I would change anything about the 2018 draft. And then the 2019 was Bowen Byram. And that's obviously, you know, you, you can't really, you have no idea what's going on with anybody after him. Um, although they're all, all guys like Alex Turcotte who are, who are up and coming. Um, and obviously Alex Newhook that we took at 16 in that same draft. This one is on hold. And maybe even the one before that is on hold. So, uh, but before, there's some, for the most part, though, the Avalanche do a good job drafting. And with the exception, <clears throat> and it's and it's debatable between the Tyson Jost one, um, you know, it's not, a, not, you expect more from him, obviously. His struggles have been well documented. But, you know, overall, the Avalanche do a pretty solid job drafting and i think we'll see more of that this year it'll be another interesting year because they're picking so late so and that's always a crapshoot but the draft as a whole is a crapshoot so um we'll see i i always love seeing where where guys go and uh the moves that are made and maybe the avalanche move up in the draft or attempt to we don't know they have some capital to do that i don't think they would uh trade away you know some of the big prospects, <clears throat> but it's always a possibility. So we'll see. Send me uh, an email, lockdownavalanche at gmail.com. Let me know what you're thinking on who you definitely would have uh, redrafted and for who. In the meantime, go over to Twitter, LOPN underscore avalanche. Vote on Ian Cole and his grade for this past season. Um, He's got votes in every grade category so far. So this one is top to bottom. People have uh, an opinion on their grade for Ian Cole. And if you want to make a comment in the comment section, we'll read that on the air on Friday. So uh, that's for Friday's show. And uh, that'll be it for today. Thank you for tuning into the show. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Stay safe out there. And here is Jovi. Go, Abs, go!